Hi, I'm Carla Wainwright. And I'm Little Leah. And welcome to the Radical Sex Witches podcast, where we explore the themes of sexuality, feminism, consciousness, love, healing, ritual, magic, and all things witchy and wonderful. Hello, all you magical mermaids, and welcome to another episode of the Radical Sex Witches. You know me, I'm Little Leah, and with me as always is the gorgeous Carla Wainwright. Hey, Carla. Hello, Leah. How are you doing today? Oh, you know, um, ready to pop off at the patriarchy at literally any second. Um, it's been a month on like online on Twitter of just and everywhere like the world. There are men just behaving fucking badly everywhere towards women. I don't know if you've noticed it more happening more than usual. Uh, it always seems to be at a pretty consistent level. Oh, <laughs> so you tell me. <laughs> Well, I mean, I won't dive into specifics, but today I was on Twitter and uh, one of my lovely friends, her name's Hope, uh, dedicated psycho. She posted this and I just, I really want to share it with you. I want to share it with our listeners. So let's dive into this before we get into our topic today. So, hi, I've been with a few women in my life. And one thing I've noticed is that the female anus is incredibly close to the vagina. In fact, they're barely an inch apart. I'm not sure about other guys, but doesn't this disturb you? It feels like a design flaw in women, actually. Like they're supposed to be all feminine and beautiful, yet this ghastly little oversight is ruining everything. Somehow it feels to me that women should be more aware of this flaw and it should affect their confidence. Whenever I see a so-called beautiful woman walking down the street, so carefree thinking she's all that, I just remember her anus is only one inch away from her pussy and laugh her into oblivion. Women, please accept that they're too close together. Let it negatively affect your confidence and so make yourselves more readily available sexually as a result. After all, we're having to sleep with a creature whose anus is only one inch away from the vagina. You should not make this difficult. It's unappetizing enough as it is. We're doing you a favor. Men, do not let women get forget this flaw and do not forget them for it. And do not forgive them for it. Remind them it's constantly less than... <laughs> I can't even get through this. Remind them of it constantly lest they get inflated egos and think they're all that. They're just too close together. Sorry, but it's true. So I, I don't know how you feel about that, Carla, but maybe, wow. maybe this guy is onto something. Maybe we need anus, uh, you know, reassessment surgery. We'll start <laughs> with him. We'll put it right in the middle of his forehead so that like people from far off know this guy's a fucking asshole. Yeah. Wow. I mean, I had my face covered for most of that because a design flaw. Um, Dude, your assholes in the same place as ours. You just don't have a slit above it. Your your ball sacks there. I know. And anyway, yeah, this guy sounds like a total fucking loser. And um, I'm really, really I feel so badly for the women who have to interact with this super. embarrassing uh, member of the human species. I'm like, dude. Oh yeah. (laughs) Gross. This is the shit I continually see between Twitter and TikTok and this like bro culture that, you know, seems to be stronger than ever. And maybe it is just because. And if you don't like it, go suck a dick. Yeah. Go suck 20 of them. Yeah. Like really, you know what there, I think there's lots of men who are perfectly happy with however, uh, that there's no design flaw, by the way. (laughs) 
they're perfectly happy with it. If you don't fucking like it, then choose something different. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do like the asshole easy. in the center of his forehead, though. I think that would be an amazing new option of plastic surgery. That, oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, like, the there's already world. so much bullshit coming out of his mouth. Let's save time and just like the same whole region just shitting wow. at once. <laughs> wow. Well, I mean, I'm sure you read the comments. What were they like? Uh, well, no, it, I don't know where she actually got this from. Um, it was just an image that she had posted oh, okay. to her Twitter page and only a couple of us chimed in and I immediately said, I need to read this on our podcast. Yeah. So, <laughs> I would love, love, love to see where this was originally posted because it's something else. But anyways, from one black chasm to another... <laughs> Today, we're returning back to the topic of sexual energy and specifically how to move it through an energetic pathway called the microcosmic orbit. So this is a meditation and it's foundational uh, Taoist practice for circulating and refining sexual energy in the body. It helps you experience a full body orgasm, an ecstatic expression of human potential. So this is a technique that anyone can do. It just takes practice just like anything else. And guess what? We're going to give you all the the tips today to do it yourself. Exactly. Exactly. So <clears throat> as always, uh, we're going to start with, with history. And I just actually need to, to say to our listeners, you can probably hear it. I got a cold. I will probably be clearing my throat many times. Uh, I've done all the things before the podcast, but I apologize if I sound like, yeah, a dying frog. Wasn't my intention. Okay. <laughs> I'm just going to keep the dick sucking jokes to myself. You know? <laughs> there was no dick sucking happening before the recording of this podcast. <laughs> no dicks were sucked. <laughs> what? No. <laughs> oh, fuck. It doesn't take long for us to get lost here, does it? Okay, go. <laughs> okay. Back to the matter at hand. So the history of the microcosmic orbit, it goes all the way back to prehistoric times in China. And it's actually pretty interesting that the underlying principles can be found in the I Ching, which according to legend was written by the emperor. Uh, I know I'll say this incorrectly, but Fu Shi approximately 5,000 years ago. So a long time ago. And so, you know, through centuries of observation, the Taoists recognized that subtle energy moved in certain ways in the body. And, you know, sometimes people ask me, well, like, how did, how did they do this? You know, how did they observe this? So, you know, if you think about it, of course, people before modern times didn't have electricity, they didn't have TV, they didn't have phones, they didn't have all of these things that we use to fill our our free time. So people spent a lot of time, of course, like in community and talking, but they also spent a lot of time just in silence and just being and um, just allowing themselves to notice life around them and their bodies. And so, you know, having that time people began to recognize that energy moved in different ways in the body. And then this would be passed down, you know, this kind of level, I think it's really like a scientific um, system of, of uh, replicating uh, results in a way, but anyway, they were able to recognize that subtle energy moved in certain ways. And so what they did find was that there were two main energy channels that carry a really, especially strong current. Okay. So the first one, is called the governor or the yang channel. And this starts um, in the perineum. And this energy current moves upwards. <laughs> it's only an inch away. <laughs> yeah, the perineum's an inch away. I think your asshole's more than two an inch away, by the way. I think like he's actually never seen an asshole and or used a ruler. A vulva. <laughs> 
Sorry, I had or to. used a ruler. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? To be fair, I've never measured. But you no, know, guess what I'm doing later on? <laughs> ruler, phone. I don't measure. want pictures, but you no, can I'm not gonna take a phone. I'm not gonna take pictures. I'm just gonna use it to actually be able to read it. <laughs> I don't even need the phone. Okay. Back, back to our topic. <laughs> so the perineum, yes, which is beside <laughs> the genitals. The energy moves upwards towards the tailbone through the spine and into the brain, and then back down into the roof of the mouth. And this is the yang direction, which is considered to be more defensive and fiery in its qualities. And then the second energy channel is called the functional or conception channel also known as the yin channel. So it also begins at the perineum and it moves up through the abdominal organs, the heart, the throat, and it ends up at the tip of the tongue. And because this is the yin direction, this is considered to be where softness and the vulnerability, um, that more vulnerable energy is. So what's important here is the direction. So from the yang direction, we're coming up the back. From the yin direction, it's up the front. And the tongue is the switch that connects the two currents. So when the tongue is placed on the roof of the mouth, just behind the top front teeth, the energy then flows in a circle and creates a single circuit of energy. So this is the important piece is that your tongue has to be resting on the roof of your mouth, just behind the top front teeth. And then you are actually able to create the orbit between these two channels. Look at my switch. So when this happens, energy moves through all major organs and nervous systems of the body. What were you like in elementary school, Leah? Probably fucking (laughs) terrible. You know, (laughs) that's a different episode. I'm sure my mom remembers that parent teacher interview because I do. (laughs) (laughs) Right. So, yes, uh, when when we create the orbit, uh, it provides energy and life force to every cell in the body. And there's also a number of other benefits and you've said a few of them in the intro, but let me go over them. So the microcosmic orbit balances cool yin energy and warm yang energy. So instead of being one or the other in, in, uh, excess or deficiency, it, it creates more balance between those two. It cultivates creative energy. It helps remove sexual blockages and prevents sexual stagnation and improves your sexual health. And it also trains the body to not just feel pleasure in one place, which is usually the genitals, but it sensitizes the whole body, which is one of its like, that's been my experience and the experience of many people that I've taught this to is you can start to feel that sexual pleasure outside of just the genitals and into the whole body, which then of course leads to that full body orgasm experience. And then it also just awakens the power of spiritual perception and brings about a sense of wholeness. Um, So conversely, like when energy is stuck in the body and not flowing freely, it manifests as fatigue, illness, and a weak immune system, amongst many things. Uh, And so what the microcosmic orbit does is it helps clear the blockages so you can enjoy a more energized and sexually fulfilling life. So... This is new to me. What's the difference between running the microcosmic orbit through the two different directions? Yeah, it's a good question. So when you run the energy in the yang direction, which is up the back and down the front, it increases yang in the body and the this kind of energy of fire action and internal strength. So it's called the fire cycle. And when you run it in the yin direction, which is up the front and down the back, it opens up to flow more of kind of a water quality and surrender uh, openness and softness. So 
in the water cycle, um, yeah, we kind of bring in, yeah, that more, that softer energy, but what you can do is like do these, these practice in both directions, which brings more balance. And so there's actually like a, a real gift and a beauty to doing both, depending on what you need in your sexuality or your state of being in that moment. So let's get started. How do you do it? What's the practice? Because I'm shifting energy around right now and my, my, my perineum's tingling. <laughs> Front and back. <laughs> Carla's currently dying. The frog has taken over. She has muted her microphone and I'm watching her try to get over this. Suck, suck that straw, Carla. Do it. No, you're not helping. (laughs) Well, we're not going to have dead air here. And (laughs) I was just going to cut it out, but your commentary was actually, so we'll keep it in. You may have to do more of that as we go on here. Wow. Okay. So the practice. So there's two ways to do this practice. So if you're if you're new, I, of course, always recommend with simple. Remember that simple is also really, really powerful. So the simple way to do it is to just move the energy with your breath and your awareness, starting at the perineum. And let's say we do the the uh, the fire cycle, inhaling up to the crown and exhaling down. So to, to stretch that out a little bit, the way you would do it is you can sit on the floor or um, you know, sit in a chair. It's nice to do it with your spine straight and then start with your awareness in your perineum and then just breathe in, drawing energy into that space. And you can even imagine like some people are really visual and I find this helpful to imagine like a golden ball of energy, just expanding at the perineum. And when you feel ready on your next in-breath, you're going to inhale and pull that ball Visualize it moving all the way up to the spine, to the crown of the head. And as it ex- as you exhale, keeping your tongue on the roof of your mouth, you're going to let that ball move back down into uh, the front of the body, back down to the perineum. And as you get more comfortable with that, you'll keep repeating that. You can begin to squeeze your genitals. So for women, that's just like squeezing the pelvic floor, squeezing the vaginal muscles. For men, it's like uh, it's like you're lifting your balls up. And you're going to squeeze that energy, pulling it all the way up to the crown on the in-breath and exhaling, just allowing it like a waterfall to wash down the front of the body, back down into the perineum. And so, you know, I'd say you want to do this for several minutes. Uh, You know, you can do easily like a 10 minute meditation of this, and it starts to feel really, really good in the body as you become more aware of the subtle sensations that the microcosmic orbit brings. So that's the simple one. So when should we be doing this practice? Anytime well, we want. <laughs> totally. So let me just share the 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 second type of practice here for for a moment before I get to that. So that's the simple one, and that's really where I recommend people begin. And the more complex practice really looks at, um, really uses these specific energy pumps that lie along the orbit. And what's interesting about those energy pumps is they more or less correspond with the chakras. So there's a real similarity between the Taoist system and then the, the yogic system here. And I, I won't go through them here, but you can really look it up um, online, like the microcosmic orbit energy points. And you would breathe <clears throat> from um, the perineum into each of these points along the spine. And then the same thing conversely around the front. So that's like a much more in-depth practice. And you actually gather and circulate the energy into the belly at the very end. There's some very specific ways to do that. That is like really exquisite to do. 
but um, it's a more complex practice. Um, but certainly I know there's lots of resources online and I'll try to put one in the show notes for those of you who might be interested in really getting into each of those individual energy points along the microcosmic orbit. But the idea is that with time and regular practice, it comes into your muscle memory and you won't have to think about moving the energy at all. So now I'm going to get to your other question. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. No, that's okay. So when would you do this practice? <clears throat> so I think that when you're starting, you just do this practice as a meditation. Um, you know, for most of us, when we meditate, our mind is really busy. It's really nice to have something to focus on. So focusing on that ball of energy moving up along the spine and down the front or in the other direction, if you want a more cooling practice, and then just getting used to that. So, you know, having, like I said, like a, a few minutes, 10 minutes um, meditation practice with the microcosmic orbit, that's where you'd want to start and, and introducing that kind of movement of sexual energy by by really pulling up the pelvic floor, squeezing the genitals and pulling that energy um, through the body. Then next, what I would suggest is then bring it into your masturbation practice. So <clears throat> yeah, enjoy whatever self-pleasuring practice you're doing. And at the same time, start to bring in that awareness of the energy moving through the microcosmic orbit and just notice what happens. Like, does it change the quality of your experience? Uh, if you climax, does it change that experience? Um, just be curious. So at the beginning, it can feel like, wow, I'm doing a lot of different things. But like I said, when you start to get used to it through your meditation, it'll become second nature because you'll just be so used to feeling that energy. And then the last one is you can do that in partnered sex. So you can do that on your own um, if your partner's not into it, or you can do it together where you're really visualizing, you're synchronizing your breath as you inhale, you're pulling that energy up as you're exhaling, you're letting it kind of cascade down. And then you can have this experience together. Like we've talked about breath work and sex. So this is an, another layer you can add to it. It's really, really powerful. Um, this can lead to just like really incredible experiences um, in sexual union by, by integrating the microcosmic orbit together. And if you're just too lazy to read the show notes or Google yourself, this is one of the practices that Carla teaches in her coaching. Totally. Yeah. This is a foundational practice that I teach um, because it's, it's actually surprisingly simple and almost everybody feels something pretty quickly. So uh, it, it kind of gives a good reward <laughs> pretty quickly for just um, not a ton of effort. And because it does feel so good, then it just, it kind of becomes this thing that you integrate more and more and more. So yeah, if you're curious, want to know how to do it, I uh, need some coaching with that. I am here for you. And you know, funny that you bring up coaching because the next time that we're back, we're actually going to be talking about one of Carla's offerings. We are. Anyways, as always, with my vulva and anus very close to each other, I am mm. little Leah. And mine are closer. And I'm Carla. <laughs> we're going to measure and compare notes after this. <laughs> no, we're not. We are the Radical Sex Witches, and we will see you next time. Hello, witchy listener. It's Carla here. If you're feeling disconnected from pleasure and unfulfilled in life, reach out to me and let's connect on a free call. I love helping women like you shift to owning your sexual power, reconnecting to your body, and finding your unique radical sex witch within. Go to CarlaWainwright.com or find my contact info in the show notes. Let's co-create a life for you that is truly turned on.